everyone, and welcome to the 13th Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett talking from Reviews. Hey, it's me, Tyler. We're back with unlucky or lucky 13 episodes. That's pretty good. Yeah, we made it this far. <laughs> we have only 100,000 more to go. What? <laughs> That's what we're living up to, 100,000 episodes? Okay, fine. Maybe 100. Let's try to get to 100 soon. Okay. Well, <laughs> even Meet the Press doesn't have that. Oh, not yet. <laughs> well. No. <laughs> or a McLaughlin group. Bye bye. Well, <laughs> I just mentioned McLaughlin. Meet the Press because it's the longest running show on television. <laughs> it's um, still going on. <laughs> it I, it shouldn't be, the, but it is. Um, <laughs> have they met the press yet? They, they not <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's like <laughs> Gilligan's Island, you know, getting off the island. Are they going to meet the depressed, as certain people call it? It was a two hour tour, three hour tour, right? So. I b- believe it was a three hour tour. One of these days they'll meet the press. They haven't met him yet, but they will well, eventually. They're saving that for the last episode. <laughs> like, we finally met the press. Wow. That's great. Um, I think they would shock the world if Meet the Press got canceled, I think. Meet the Press canceled. Yeah, just like take the longest run, running show on television and just cancel it. You know, I mean. <laughs> That's going to happen one day. It's like, it's gone. So. Well, this might be controversial, but I think that's what they should do with Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it's time for it to go. I think they should cancel Saturday Night Live. I think that would really shake things up. You know? It would. It I would. Really... <laughs> Come up into TV. But, well, uh, yeah, we can talk about TV all day. Um, that's got to go. The Simpsons has to go. I know that's controversial, too. So it should end no, no, it after the movie. As a, I agree with that. You know, as the former number one fan of The Simpsons... <laughs> I agree with that. The time has come and gone. You know, it could have ended after the movie. It's like, oh, you know, had a great run. You know, twenty years of it, and then that's it. But I know that would have been perfect. Now, I know. <laughs> I know. Years later, after the movie. Uh, I know <laughs> that would have been the perfect end. You know, we have a movie. Bang! It's it's done. Done. Uh, Bye. Which is funny because if you remember that episode where they made fun of, you know, they had the itchy and scratchy movie. Yes. And they kind of made fun of the fact that the TV show spun off into a movie, basically saying, oh, we'll, we'll never do that. Yeah, and, and then, happened. then they did. And the movie wasn't very good. Also, I know, do people like it? I don't know. So, I don't know. Write in today if you like the Simpsons movie from yeah. whenever that was, 10 plus uh, years ago. Yeah. I think it said 2007 uh, when I was looking up the Simpsons the other day about Smarch. You know, it's Smarch weather. Yeah, Smarch. We're living in Smarch weather now. Yeah, because it's Smarch first right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it, just so anyone who's listening, <clears throat> I'm sorry, my throat's a little scratchy because, you know, last night with, with Anthony and Dave and everyone, yeah. we were I was yelling, you know, when you're getting a group yeah. of people in a loud environment, you're yelling. It's a little, same uh, here, same here. It's a little dry. So. Um, but um, for those who are listening who might not know, up until, and you'll be able to help me with this, a, a certain Simpsons episode, I've seen every single episode of The Simpsons. I started watching it in 1989. When I was nine, actually a little earlier, because I remember on the Tracy Ullman show, but we'll say 1989 until fill in the blank. When was that episode uh, where I bailed? That was like 2017, I think. They're talking about the Surfsons or something about yeah. Game of Thrones. Like, uh, wow, they just got to that, huh? But it's like... <laughs> so up until that point, I had seen every episode of The Simpsons. And, and of course, most of them, you know, well, during, during the classic years, mo- multiple times. But even I broke on that broke, Simpsons. They broke you, bro. They did. <laughs> but well, let's get to the oh, yeah, sleds. Um, preamble of exciting uh, material. 
<laughs> well, we'll start with our salad there. Yes, yes. Well, okay. So let's go into our hot new segment. They should have been an action star. Yep. Great segment, and we have a good. We have so two good ones. They're, well, Ty, you came up with these. Yes, they're shorter in stature. We have <laughs> Billy Barty. Okay, so Barty shows up. He's got a gun. He's got a gun. He's out for revenge. Because it's gritty. It's very gritty. He has, maybe has a mustache. And so we usually say people have a beard, but this time he has a mustache. Maybe a Charles Bronson-esque mustache. Oh, yeah, I can see that. And then, you know, he walks down the dark alleys of New York City in the 70s. Yeah. And people harass him, and he just takes out the trash. And because he's older, he takes out trash, and he takes out the criminal trash. So he has to do both <laughs> at the same time. Um, sure. But I love this idea <laughs> for so many reasons, because – as a shorter man, he and in the rough and tumble New York City of the time, he probably would have been harassed by punks. Oh, for sure. It's like, who's this short stuff guy? <laughs> right, right. And they see him as an easy target, you know. But he's no easy target. He's a hard target, like Van Damme. <laughs> well, he's a short target. A <laughs> short target. Yeah. Like, that could be the name of the movie. Short target. And then they shoot at him, but they miss because he's short. So right, and he can hide in, like, crazy places. Exactly. He can hide under, you know... Uh, yeah, the possibilities are endless. It, it, you know, and you could have a gun that's um, like a bigger than he is, like a yes. Dirty Harry was it like a forty-four Magnum. Yeah, or it was like one of those super machine guns you see like Bam, Rambo uses or something. Oh, like wow. that. And it, it's like, ah, shooting. Well, that would be the end. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. A lot of explosions. So maybe some huts explode, exploding helicopter. Oh, the, so wait. So we went from New York City into the jungle there? Maybe it's a flashback when he's in the Vietnam. Oh, okay. <laughs> we had the Vietnam flashback and some uh, huts explode. So he was on the front lines in Vietnam. Yes. Billy Barty. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> he has like a little uniform and a hat. Or sorry, <laughs> not a hat, but, you know, a helmet. So it's like <laughs> Uh, and then we have one more short. I would watch it. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I would. I just wanted to say I would oh, totally right. watch that. I wish it was real, and it's somewhat Wang Wang esque. Yes, Wang mm. Wang. Uh, yeah. Was the title that? It's escaping me at the moment. For your height only. Yes, for your height only. That was good. He was like James Bond. Yeah, that was but, more Bond esque. This the Barney thing would be more gritty, like Death Wish. Yeah, Death Wish or uh, Getting Even with Richard Roundtree. I just rewatched that. Yeah. Deliberately good. It really did. Harrison Muller Jr. Um, I did watch something with Barty somewhat recently, actually. Oh, me too. Yeah. What did you well, watch? What Barty did you watch? Well, uh, he was in like this TV movie of Eric Roberts called A Family Affair. I mean, I'm screwing that up. I'm screwing that title up, I think. But um, he plays like a, a waiter for like one second. Oh. <laughs> is when I watched him in, he has not a huge role. It's kind of similar to that, but he's I think more than the waiter. He's in Skate Town, USA. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, so, which recently came out on Blu-ray. Um, and so that was enjoyable. Um, and we have one so, more person to mention. Okay, who's your other short and stature person? Oh, sorry. You want to talk about Barty one more or another? No, I've got nothing else on Barty. Okay. We have, <laughs> it's very similar, Mickey Rooney. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Now, are you seeing this as like a buddy cop kind of thing, or he's off oh, on his own, separate from one, Barty? Actually. You know, either one, Barty, Rooney, short targets. Yeah, like, short justice or short uh, justice, something. Short justice, yeah. It's like, <laughs> this is the long um, and short of it. 
<sighs> and then he shoots someone. Yeah. He shoots someone. It's perfect. Now, Mickey Rooney came close because he is in the movie Maximum Force. That is true. He yells at his aides in a uh, limousine for about all of his screen time. <laughs> it's a sit-down role, as we call it, where he's seated the entire time and never gets up. Oh, A Family Matter is the title, the Eric Roberts oh, okay. Billy Barty movie. And Nick Cuso. It came out in 1990. 1990. <laughs> oh. So... Unless so Barty was getting kind of on in years at that point. Well, the the tape I have, um, it's like the short version. So okay. no pun yeah, intended. No pun intended on that one. Really, it was no pun intended. It is the shorter version of mm. <laughs> Family, uh, or it's, it's called Bride of Violence, or it's like three titles: Bride of Violence, or Vendetta, Secrets of a Mafia Bride. Uh, Carol Alt is the Mafia Bride. So <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned Carol Alt because. She came up sort of in reference to the movie we watched, Gridlock. Yeah. Or not Gridlock, Gridlock. Gridlock. So, yeah. She's not in awesome. Gridlock, but no. she plays a very similar role in Comeuppance's favorite, Cracker Jack 2. Yes. And so the one Kathy Grid- Ireland plays in Gridlock. It's very similar. <laughs> I think Carol was better than uh, Kathy Ireland in this, uh, <laughs> to compare the movies a little bit. So, I would agree, yeah. Um, um, so there's more you want to say about Rooney? Well, okay, it's very similar to Barty. You know, he's out for he's always, they're always out for revenge. But maybe I don't know. He could be like a doctor or something like that, and he gets pushed to the edge, and then maybe he goes crazy. He could be like, hmm. I have to think it's something. It's very similar to Barty's short justice, or whatever you're calling it. So. Right, because Rooney was in some pretty weird movies towards the end of his career. We were oh, even right. starting in Sweet. the 70s. Yeah, Sweet Justice, Rooney was in that. He was playing like oh, a yeah. shock. <laughs> I think he, people harassed him. People literally harassed him, like beat him up. And then, um, <sighs> we're so close. Bond. I know, just, we're getting ever closer. <sighs> so, it's that one step back. So. I know. You'd think that would have been obvious to the people making these movies, like Sweet Justice and Maximum Force. Like, wait, I think Rooney has it to be an action star of the day. So. <laughs> yeah. I guess not. Well, I think he does. I, obviously, you think he does. I think our opinion matters on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're the experts. We've written uh, so many reviews on Comeuppance reviews. And reviews and thought of these wacky uh, people for action stars. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so we have a new segment. Yes, oh, we have a brand new segment. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Um, well, as we always talk about on the website... There's the cliches you know and love. And in our world, and certainly in the action world and, you know, the movies we talk about, a cliche is not a bad thing. I think the word cliche is kind of a negative connotation to it. Yeah, we've been trying to think of a positive word for cliche for years. It's just kind of difficult. So. Yeah, and I'm not saying the word trope because I don't like that word. So yes. that's out. <laughs> trope. And, like, yeah, no, I'm not a tripe. <laughs> well, exactly. So I, if you if you read comeuppancereviews.net and all of our many reviews, you're not going to see the word trope because I just don't like it. No, um, no. I think it's pretentious. Um, but also Ryan came up with cliche, which okay. is a cliche done with glee. That's, that could work. I mean, it has a good ring to it. It does. So it's, because these cliches are not only not bad, they're needed. Otherwise, the mechanics yes. of these movies would completely break down. That's true. I thought we would celebrate that yes. with 
a brand new segment called Cliché of the Day. It's the Cliché of the Day. That's great. (laughs) It's a maximum breakout. It's a maximum breakout. This is the catch of the day, but it's the Cliché of the Day. Right. And so, but we do want to stress that the, the it's not meant to portray these cliches in a negative no. light. This is meant to celebrate the cliches. That's why I really ex- uh, it's in an excitable tone. It's like the cliche <laughs> of the day. All right. So, <laughs> well, that papers over everything. Sure so just say things in an excitable and happy tone. That usually works in life. So uh, so if you want some life advice, just say stuff in an excitable tone. And people are like, oh wow, you're excited about stuff. <laughs> if people want life advice that's why they tune into this show yes. but it's my only life advice for now <laughs> well it seems to be working because you have today's cliche of the day so sure take it do. away ty <laughs> I'm about laughing we got company right so in many 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 right. movies the good guys will be on the run yeah. to some degree and the bad guys kind of show up yeah and the hero says we got company. <laughs> they always say we got company. Yeah. It's in countless movies and TV shows. It's too many. I can't even think of any at the moment for examples, but they've, you've heard this uh, line before. <laughs> and so much so if you actually look at the website uh, over where we have our followers, the friends. Oh, yeah. it's, the reason why it says we got company is a tribute to that phrase. Yes, because we heard that at least 15 times we first started the website. We got company. Wow, we hear that a lot. Because <laughs> it's like the cool way to say that you're the hero is under fire, you know. It's like, oh, we got company, dude. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, instead of saying, oh no, the bad guys are shooting at us, oh no, which a real cool hero under pressure would not say. No. He's, they're nice and cool, so he says, oh, we got company. Yeah, looks like we got company. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's another thing. Maybe because I'm thinking of Hasselhoff, but yeah. I don't think he said it in Gridlock, but it seems no. like something he would say. He should have said it, but he, I guess he didn't, unfortunately. Well, that's the cliche of the day. We have more cliches coming soon in other episodes. We won't uh, spoil them now. No, but for uh, next episode's cliche of the day. Yes, get ready. <laughs> so, um, that yeah, all topic. being said, yeah, yes, we got to the topic at hand. Well, you want you go ahead. Oh, I was going to let you introduce the topic, but okay. Um, so, deadly. Yeah, there's a lot of movies called – we're starting with the word deadly on our website and in life. <laughs> Which are basically the same thing. Yes. <laughs> um, so we are going to talk about the deadliest of the deadly – the deadly movies on comeupinsreviews.net. One deadly list, which maybe could be the title. <laughs> hmm. I'll have to think about that. Yeah, I was thinking about what title we should give uh, this exciting episode, but – Oh, we'll talk about that later. So here we go. We have 14 movies on our website, starting with the word deadly. So here we go. I'm going to say all of them, and then we'll talk about them as usual. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Deadly Addiction, a.k.a. uh, Rock House. No, yes, okay. And we've got to make sure that one's correct. That's like the most important one. Yeah, Deadly Addiction, a.k.a. Rock House with Jack Vasek. Deadly Bet. Deadly Breed, Deadly Force, Deadly Heroes, <laughs> Deadly Illusion, Deadly Impact, Deadly Outbreak, Deadly Prey, yes, Deadly Ransom, Deadly Reckoning, 
the deadly secret boo mm. deadly stranger and finally deadly target well it sounds like you started off with a winner with uh, sure, deadly we'll addiction right but i can see why you said crack house because you watched crack house with richard roundtree recently i sure did i watched it last week so like crack house rock house which is basically the same thing <laughs> crack well, that rock. was the hot news of the day you were talking to people on the news were seeing stuff about these crack houses and rock houses and, yeah, and he's crack vile crack was very popular so <laughs> it sure was um uh okay so uh, this is a good one because it's oh, it's a great starring one jack vasek and gregory scott cummings from action usa do you remember and jack vasek kind of got his start crashing oh, cars in um gone in 60 seconds and yes. there was sort of other car crash movies uh, the title of I know which one you're talking about. Oh, the junk oh, man. The junk man. Thank you. Yeah. So he's in the junk man. I think oh, very briefly and gone sixty seconds. So the original, <laughs> not in the cage. So. Even though they should have brought him back for that. Wouldn't that be great? Maybe he races Nick Cage. That'd be great. Or he's a bad guy or something. 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 Maybe like just you know, a, yeah, a baddie. But so, in Deadly Addiction, Jack Vasek steps out on his own. Yes. And he plays he's John just a, Turner. Yes, and he's a great hero who takes down the baddies in typical style. Yes, he takes down bad, or he might take down. No spoilers. Turco. Oh, Turco. That's Gregory yeah. Scott Cummings. Yeah. Yeah, I almost forgot his name was Turco. Luckily, we wrote that down. So no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's it's a hard movie to get. It's oh difficult. There's a kind of a low quality copy on YouTube. Yeah, I would try to avoid that. I mean, if it's the only way you can watch it, great. But it the the print is well, it's not even a print. It's, it's very weirdly uh, uh, uploaded to YouTube. Not a lot of zooms, stuff like that. So be careful. You don't like zooms. It's, but it really needs a new release, like a Blu-ray release. Wouldn't that be? I great? think. Because according to our review, Jack Vasek is our new hero. He's very very cool. He has a cool mustache, cool sunglasses, cool jacket, and he has a wide variety of style and shirts. <laughs> Did his car have an interesting license plate? Or am I thinking of Sleek One? You're thinking of Sleek from, One from Action USA. With oh, okay. Scott Cummings. So, but he had some sort of special oh, car. Yeah, you have a great memory because you're right. He has the license plate. This is great. Beer Run. Oh, right, Beer Run. Yes. See, I was right. <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Which our license plates had beer run. If you're trying to avoid the attention of the police, that might not be the best license plate, but he's so cool he doesn't care. I mean, he can run, you know, moonshine with that license plate. So. Well, that would be a misdirection. <laughs> I'm not running moonshine. I'm on a beer run. Yeah, it's on a beer run. <laughs> of course, he is a police officer, right? Yes. So, okay. Well, we can keep talking about Rock House or Deadly Addiction. I almost want to say Crack House. I'm so close to saying that. <laughs> well, I could talk about Vasek all day, but in the interest of time, yes. maybe we should we'll go right move on. But it's a strongly recommended movie. Oh, yes. It deserves a much better release, and if see it if you can. I hope you guys can see this anytime. It does not, YouTube, DVD, any VHS. VHS is very expensive online, but try to find this movie. <laughs> yeah, it suffers through the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know what? That's your best bet. That's a good point. You have to suffer through it for now until we get a better release. But that's only because of the quality, obviously. You're not yeah. suffering through the movie at all. No, the movie's fantastic. Yeah. The movie's awesome, but the 
the quality on YouTube is poor. So. Okay, perfect. Okay, moving on. We'll go right to Deadly Bet with okay. Jeff Wincott, the punch fighter. We might have talked about this on the punch fighting episode. I believe we did. Now, is this the one with Charlene Tilton? Yes, Charlene Tilton, Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Right. <laughs> now, uh, I know, which you could be Brett Boom Boom Barger. But well, <laughs> <laughs> so do I. I mean, yeah, we all want to be nicknamed Boom Boom. So, but we can't. <laughs> now, keep in mind, I have not seen Deadly Bet. Oh, that's right. An old review. It's an I, old review before I came on board, and I never caught up with it. So if you want to talk about Deadly Bet, you're kind of on your own. Okay, so I'll make it quick. So it's Jeff Winkai. He's a punch fighter down on his luck, and then he, you know, he fights. You know, he fights for money or fights for love, and like in Commando. <laughs> and then that's um, you know, it's a good movie, good martial art, you know, punch fighting sequences, and. You care. And Ian Jacqueline, Ian Jacqueline, mm-hmm. and uh, from Deathmatch and Gary Daniels also are in it briefly. PM? The PM movie, the early uh-huh. PM movie from when the, I think it, well, it said it came out in 92, so early 90s. So it's good. It's good, for sure. All uh, right. We'll go to the next one. We have Deadly Breed. Oh, another PM or City Lights. Blake Bonner. Yes, Blake Bonner. Yeah, we like this one. Jake Walker is a pro officer of a heart of gold. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and he fights white supremacist groups. And you know what? You care about this one. Cause, uh, yeah, I think it's probably Bonner's best, or certainly one of his oh, best. Sure. We wish yeah, it's better than. Too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. that's like two movies stitched into one or something. It's a little disappointing. You know, if you ever see the uh, Black Belt 2 Fatal Force cover. It's like, whoa, it's going to be awesome. Blake Bonner's going to be like, just like Don the Dragon, but slight disappointment there. I mean, that's, but let's be fair. That's not Blake Bonner's fault. No, it is then, not. I believe it's Roger Corman's fault. Yes. <laughs> He's to blame on that one. But we can go right back to Deadly. Oh, it's so many Deadly movies, right? Deadly Breed. I know. It starts to get a little blurry, but yeah. see, what's good about that is Blake Bonner gets to exercise some of his acting chops, whereas, whereas, um, as Brad Spider, he didn't really get to do that. <laughs> no, so he didn't really get to do anything. There's barely any Brad Spider, if I remember that. So that was disappointing. But they probably thought the name would carry through the whole movie. That is, Brad Spider is an awesome name. If your name was yes. Brett Spider or my name was Ty Spider, that'd be, wow. Well, you sure. could write your own ticket. I mean, you yeah, can do whatever you wanted in life. Ty Spider? S P Y D E R. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I think of the band Striper also. I, know, it's I think it's an ana- anagram. Is that the word I'm thinking of? Striper? Oh, close enough. Is it a palindrome? <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe it's a palindrome or it's an ocelot. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> Isn't that an animal ocelot? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, why I thought that. Um, no, that's okay. Well, we'll just do well, Deadly Breed in the review. It says it's a quality PM outing from the golden year of 1989. Oh, classic 1989. <laughs> There's so many movies from 1989 on our website, and just in general, that was kind of a high watermark for production of movies, especially DTV. DTV and the theater, you know, Roadhouse and 1989 on a great note. Not that it oh came my out God. December, the, but it's still an awesome movie. Well, it doesn't matter. The, the, the release year is 1989. I think it's because video stores were at their height. They were looking oh, for goodness. product to fill the shelves, and lots and lots of people delivered that. And 
it's funny you mentioned sit down roll from Mickey Rooney because that's what mm. William Smith is or uh, is doing a sit down roll. Oh, uh, in deadly in deadly breed. <laughs> I know you want to say deadly addiction or deadly something, but deadly breed is the title. Oh, wait a minute. Go ahead. Deadly breed, does that also have Addison Randall? Yes, it does. Addison Randall, yes. I think, oh, that's right. We said that he really stands out. He's at absolute best. Yeah, it's just the title was, you know, we're talking about all these deadly movies. Addison Randall is so good in this movie. It's legitimately good. Oh, I really think. Kilpatrick. He plays Kilpatrick. Right, that's right. Um, they, instead of getting Patrick Kilpatrick, they got Addison Randall. That's true. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, Addison Randall is a very underrated, talented person. And yeah. this is just one of his great roles out of many. No, He's done. That. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As we said in the write up, that, that is best. It's his best work. Now, is he in sure. Shotgun? Or my. Well, I can look at It's kind of a random him. question. Well, I can get back to you on that one. Okay, get back to me. So We can move yeah. down the deadly list. We're moving down the deadly list with Deadly Force. With Wings Hauser as Stoney Cooper. Right. Now, I know you're not so much a fan of this movie. It did get a Blu-ray release. Shout Factory did release this. Maybe um, I should give it another chance. I, I think mean, you it... might be due for another chance on okay, this. Okay, I'll give it another chance. Well, the I think the Blu-ray is relatively inexpensive and... Maybe I can go back to tape, but either one. I don't mind. The X-Killer is like a serial wow. killer. That's yeah. right. You're all great memory. The X-Killer. I might have to – maybe I made some mistakes in my tape. <laughs> well, uh, no more mistakes. And, uh, no, no more mistakes. As they say. Well, that's a classic cliche we might mention in another episode. <laughs> but uh, I made some mistakes. I'm willing to admit that with my uh, – gave away some tapes, and maybe I should have, you know. But um, Was that one of them? I think it's gone. Uh, I kind of think, oh, I don't like this movie too well. I'm, I know it has a great song. Oh, well, that's so, the thing. The song at the end is awesome. Yeah. Keep on fighting. Yes, keep on fighting. Keep on fighting by Jesse Frederick. Oh. And that almost is, makes the whole movie worth watching. It's so good. That is a good point. Uh, and Estelle Getty is in it. Oh, second. she is? I forgot about that. Yeah. It's like, can you like, I think she's like, I don't know, like, a taxi patron and a taxi like can you, i think wings is driving a taxi and then she yells at him or something <laughs> i think she gets grumpy you know on the golden girls and in deadly uh <laughs> what Force. a career now wow, i did see career. stop or my mom will shoot in the theater that's very impressive that's not embarrassing <laughs> yeah, well i mean I, clearly it isn't i could have kept that to myself but i did see uh-huh. it and the, the poster is pretty awesome because it has Estelle Getty with a large gun shooting at us, the audience. I was like, oh no, Estelle Getty is going to shoot us. <laughs> Which, Again. you know, should have been an action star. Kind of was. You yeah, kind of was. Really close. It's as close as you're going to get. I don't think she shoots people. If I'm not mistaken. I've seen the movie a couple years ago. Yes, it was very dumb. But I don't think she shoots people. I think she just gets, you know, cranky at Mr. Stallone. So it's like, tell him to, to like do his laundry or something. Well, that's the only thing I remember from that. But I think that's in the beginning. Oh, yeah, I do my laundry. Wow, I know I don't feel like I need to rewatch it because I just lived it. <laughs> we can go right to the next one. I want to keep talking okay. about uh, Deadly Force. Very similar no, title. Deadly Heroes. We always thought that was a weird title. Michael Paré and Jan Michael Vincent, Airwolf. 
my memory is not helping on this. Well, was that the one where Michael Parry has psychic powers? No, that is First Light, a.k.a. Blink of an Eye. Oh, right, okay. If you remember this one, Michael Paré plays a hero, or he says American <laughs> hero, Brad Kartowski. Uh-huh. Okay, that name sounds familiar. With his wife and his young son, and then a band of terrorists storm the airport. It's very similar to uh, the Delta Force. <laughs> oh, this is a canon movie? Uh, yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's a, no, it's a canon movie? Yes, it's a canon movie. I thought it was a okay, I thought it was a uh, like a new image movie. No, it's a PM movie. It's like a so or canon. <laughs> it's canon, yeah, canon. So, um, and then guess who's the bad guy? Billy Drago. <laughs> oh wow, what a surprise! He says he's not just a terrorist, but a creepy pervert. <laughs> so that's what it says in the review. Interesting. Um, I remember that we didn't like this one because it was like two hours long. <laughs> yeah okay yes i remember now and it just dragged 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 i think there were some funny moments though j michael vincent all he does is slur his words and <laughs> if you remember that and now that you say it kind of i mean i do remember it was it was over long i think it was shot in israel yes it was uh, and they're at an airport, airport for a airport. lot of the time yeah good portion i'd say the first 20 30 minutes throughout this airport and then eventually billy drago comes in eventually j michael vincent comes in and there's something called mini subs, like a what? I think you know, what? like like the frogman, you know, the army man who oh, jumped in the water. The Navy, Navy Seals, yeah. The Navy Seals. So they have something called a mini sub in the movie because it's, it's a wacky movie, but it just there's too much drag on it. See, when you said mini sub, I was thinking like a finger sandwich of some kind where. <laughs> It's something you eat, you know, like yeah. at a party. You know, they yeah, the like, person yeah, walks yeah. around and you get yeah. the pepper bar at a <laughs> Quiznos. A Quiznos, like we got a pepper bar. I think we said that in the first episode of the podcast. We did. Wow, I don't remember that. Just remember that it's like there's a sponge monkeys. <laughs> well, anytime we can mention the sponge monkeys, uh, I think we will. Maybe there'll be a sponge monkeys podcast one day. You want to hear that voice for two hours? Oh God. Today in the news. <laughs> okay, crazy. I think we can move on. Okay. Once we once we start once we're talking about sponge monkeys, it, it's over. Let's just go to the next one. Gone. So we have Deadly Illusion next. Hamburger, played by Billy D. Williams. Correct. That's it's a Larry Cohen movie, or he wrote yeah. the movie. He directed the movie, but then he got oh. fired. It says it was also directed by William Tannen. Right. So two directors. That's why the movie is kind of a. Mish, you know, mishmash of material. It's funny because Bill Tannen, isn't that the bad guy from Back to the Future? Yes, um, or yes. <laughs> but, but that being said, it, I think some of the Larry Cohen-esque elements are still there, which is what makes anything good about the movie good. But Billy D. Williams is good in the movie, yeah, and his name good. is Hamburger. Yes. It's just, it's too, hmm, I can't try to think of the word. It, it's a, a mishmash of material. It doesn't yeah. really gel. It's so close yeah, to gel. No, I think that's like, true. Oh, no, it's, it got taken apart, stitched together, taken apart. So, but a lot of the hamburger moments are good. Yeah, they're good. I, I remember that. Because, you know, Billy D. Williams has it. We're talking about sure, people that yes. have it. Yeah. He has screen presence and it. So he's, you know, compulsively watchable. Like a Lorenzo right. Lamas, you know, or uh, who'd we say? Uh, oh, yesterday? we said... Oh, Hasselhoff. Uh, Hasselhoff. Um, 
so many people have it. Oh, Ricky Schroeder or yeah, Rick, Rick Schroeder. Schroeder. Rick Schroeder, Richard Schroeder. He has it because we watched Face of Terror and he, he says that great line. I go where the fight takes me. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And he has a mustache. It's good. Um, kind of like you want Billy Barty to have. Yeah, <laughs> I can kind of picture that. Maybe but it like shows a, if you want to turn someone into a tough guy, you can give him a mustache. That's usually how it works. That's the first step is you have to grow a mustache or a beard, maybe a goatee. We'll just don't shave. Yeah, just don't shave, yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about Deadly Illusion? I just remember mm. Vanity is in it, Morgan Fairchild. It's oh, like a mystery. So cast. The mystery movie, like a uh, private detective. That's where Hamburger right, that's, is. Yeah, Hamburger is a private detective. Yeah, he's living it up in New York City, as we put. And um, he's uh, it's the original Hamburger, the motion picture. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they should have called that, but it was taken. We can go right to the next one if it doesn't like you talking about hamburger. No, 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 I'm done. Here's one that wasn't too hot. Deadly Impact. Fred Williamson and Bo Svensson. Great, you know, team up. Yes, and they've teamed up multiple times. Yes. This is one of their team ups. They're in Vegas. They're in a helicopter. Yeah, oh, good memory. That's basically it, yeah. that That's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the movie, really. There's minimal action. There's, like, a computer nerd. Um... His name, there's a computer named Harry J. Vincent. Oh, I don't remember that. I'm just reading the write-up. But there's, um, you know, there's some yeah. good Vegas footage. You know, Fred and Bo are always good together. Yes, but this didn't come together too well, unfortunately. Yeah. It's like 48 hours, so if you want, it's com- comparable to that, I guess. Or Miami Cops, Richard Roundtree and Harrison Muller Jr. again. Well, just like anytime you can mention them, you should. Well, if you remember, you know, back in the early days of the website, all we did was watch movies of Harrison Muller Jr. <laughs> or Jeff Kutash. Jeff Kutash, the dance instructor, and Asher Browner. For some reason, those movies by those people kept coming our way, not by our own choice. It just yeah. kind of kept happening. It's what we had at the time. You know, we had Jeff Kutash, we had Night to the City, you know. <laughs> This is a great movie. Oh, that needs to get a Blu-ray release, too. I would totally buy that. I'm willing to get the tape for now, but maybe I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for Blu-ray. I mean, because I have the tape, and I'm happy to have that tape. But it's a movie more people need to see, I think. Nights I in totally the City. agree. It's just fun. It's, you know, they're, they're rapping, they're singing, they're dancing, they're beating up people, I think. It's good. Oh, it's fantastic. He goes to jail, and the fat boys oh, are in jail. That's great. It's great. It's so great. Well, our next movie, we kind of talked about this during the uh, Die Hard Building episode, yes. which is Deadly Outbreak. Well, well this is a classic Die Hard in a building. I mean, he's in a building, you know. <laughs> oh, Speakman, you mean. Speakman, Jeff Speakman in Deadly Outbreak, Dutton Elvis Hatfield. So. And Ron Silver is the bad Ron guy. Ron Silver is the villain. And as we said before, it's a good movie. It's a good Die Hard knockoff movie. You, you care. You enjoy it's very enjoyable. Jeff Speakman, uh, one of his better roles, I think. You know, Ron Silver is always good, especially if he's playing a baddie. Oh yeah, it's always good. He he, he excels at that role. And it was a is it a chemical plant? Yes. Or is it a water treatment? A uh, chemical plant. Chemical. Okay, plant. and it's also in Israel, right? Yes, that's right. Israel's coming up today. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Deadly place to be, I guess. I guess so. Well, that's a, you want anything else you want to say about Deadly Outbreak? I think we talked about it in a little bit more at, at length in the Die Hard knockoff. Right. Episode. Yeah, I don't want to repeat that too much. Yeah. So if anyone wants to hear more about 
deadly outbreak just go back to that episode die hard yeah. in a, or die hard in the building die hard in the building <laughs> it's kind of like i love we said this in the episode but i'll have to say it again you know and nicole smith and skyscraper yes it's like so it's die hard in a skyscraper <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well but, it's funny i can tie that back to gridlock too because carrie wink is a helicopter pilot in skyscraper yes. and hasselhoff is a helicopter pilot in gridlock Hmm, there maybe the uh, I think they came out around the same time, so we won't say who ripped off who, but because uh, <laughs> none, of, none of them are ripping off Die Hard, nope, not at all. <laughs> okay, uh, now we have, a, we have a super classic, Deadly mm-hmm. Prey. Oh, wow, what can we say about Deadly Prey that hasn't already been said? I mean, it's a must see classic movie. Well, we have to give thanks to our buddy who you know listens to the podcast and reads our website, Explosive Action. He gave us a yeah. back in the day. It was very nice of him to do that. That was because it wasn't the easiest movie to get. No, not when we watched it back all the not, way back. Not back then. Now it is because it's on Blu-ray. It's on Blu-ray, easy to find. Great movie. You know, Danton. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, this uh, it's just such a great classic, fun, awesome movie that it's just so great. It's, what else can be said? We don't want to you know, spoil anything of people haven't seen this one right we don't want to do that but we except to say see it see it now um, uh live it love it you know um, <laughs> the way you want it <laughs> <laughs> but but i think one we could talk about one of the reasons why it was kind of tough to see back before the blu-ray sure. release was it only had that vhs release like a lot of aip <laughs> movies it came out on vhs on the sony label yes so it was very difficult. You found it, and I saw it when you worked the best video. Yeah, that's yes. I was lucky enough to see it back then. Yes, thought, but what is this movie? Yeah, this well, I didn't know it. It kind of almost became a cult movie later. Like I didn't really know what Deadly Prey was at the time. It took a while. Now everybody kind of knows about Deadly Prey if you just do a yeah. you know cult movie search. You know, yeah. like Miami oh, yeah. Connection or I guess Samurai Cop. Samurai Cop. So Deadly Prey would be in that group. Definitely. And I think so much so, there's so much steam that built up around that, that uh, David A. Pryor made Deadly Prey 2, or The Deadliest Prey. Yeah, The Deadliest Prey. I know that he had a uh, Kickstarter. It's like, if you pay $1,000, you can be in the movie. <laughs> well, I know you were almost interested in doing that. because. Yeah. But then what, what you wanted was to be one of the goons who, you know, they do you up with squibs and they shoot you. Yeah. That's my dream. But, I want to get squibbed up, and then I fall through a plate, you know, or a glass window, a candy glass window, and I go, ah, and then the blood spurts out, and I fall through a glass uh, window. I know that's your dream. If there are any filmmakers out there, maybe they can make your dream come true. Yeah, you never the thing know. about The Deadliest Prey, though, is to do that, like to get killed in the movie costs like $15,000. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have that kind of money right now. So it's like, <laughs> right, unless this podcast really takes off. Yeah, um, we can uh, be on the podcast networks of, you know, uh, iHeartRadio or something. Yeah, so, if that <laughs> happens, then maybe we could talk about Deadliest Prey 3 or something. Yeah. But <laughs> but to be killed in the movie was out of your price range, yeah, so it kind of never happened. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But in the meantime, we can all enjoy Dead, Deadly Prey. I've never actually yeah. seen Deadliest Prey, I, so yeah, I can't comment. I, I haven't seen it. I think it's readily available on online retailers. So, <laughs> well, on that note. I guess you um, could say Amazon, obviously. Yes, I know. So like when you hear on TV shows when they can't say the word iPad, so they say tablet. Right, right. Or what was the thing oh, they had to yes. say Uber? Yes, Talk about on, that. On the TV show CS, CSI Cyber with Patricia Arquette and James Vanderbeek, they can't say the word Uber. 
you know, because people uh, a killer is killing people in Ubers, they call it a Zogo. So like, <laughs> yeah, so the guy got killed in a Zogo, and he's using a Zogo account, and he has a Zogo. <laughs> they say it five, six times, maybe more, actually. Yeah, I, I always enjoyed that, especially on like Law and Order SVU, where you know, uh, look up their social media on their FaceSpace account. Yeah, <laughs> or the when they have an, uh, another life, that was just, they call it another universe. Yeah, well, I think back for the brief moment, I don't, maybe this is still popular. I have no second idea, life. but Second Life. Yeah. Of course, why would you want a Second Life? I mean, I don't know, life. but <laughs> one life, one love. <laughs> exactly but on the show they couldn't say second life so they called it another universe y-o-u universe <laughs> universe yeah. yeah that was funny well stabler and benson they took care of that they went on oh, another like universe. they always do yeah. I think they went on another universe or maybe it was munch but it's like right it could have been but another universe was a classic they do that all the time on law and order there's other examples we can give like yeah, the new, new york, york ledger. ledger yeah new york yeah. ledger yeah <laughs> at the same time <laughs> Um, um, we can talk about Law and Order. I, I bet that's a podcast on the oh, internet. I'm sure it would be, yeah. or it is. People talk about Law and Order. Oh, they all have to listen to that. But we have our next movie. And this is not a good one. So we go from a classic, super classic, mm-hmm. Deadly Prey to a dud, which is Deadly Ransom. Does this ring a bell for you? Yes, but tell the audience. Lauren Avedon, we think it's controversial for us because he kind of goes, he's kind of unlikable. <laughs> Yeah. In movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about his real life, but in movies, he can come off as unlikable. I'm it's sorry, unlikable. but he can. I'm sorry. He's unlikable. So in this movie, Deadly Ransom, he plays a Navy lieutenant named Max Leitner. Uh-huh. And then his fiance is kidnapped. And then. Which also is a great thing you can buy at CVS for your hair color. <laughs> I use Max Leitner all the time when I want to nice. go blonde. You know? <laughs> but from what I can remember from this one, which. We also we watched it after the Silent Force of Lauren Avedon, which you thought was probably in our top twenty worst movies we've seen for the website. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, and then from what I remember, Avedon he shoots people while sliding down a rope like an angry, full-grown gentleman invading a DZ Discovery Zone. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's funny. And one member of the Strike Force looks like noted pervert Anthony Weiner. Makes sense. Yeah. And I think there's one more part we thought was funny. Um, and it's not coming to me. But it's uh, we just thought it was kind of a dud. So. But that's the nature of these type of lists. You know, we'll go from high highs like a deadly prey to a low low. But this isn't even the lowest, but not by a long shot compared to a movie that's coming up. Well, here's the thing. We have one more. I do remember the bit now from Deadly Ransom, which is. Okay. I'm just going to read it from the site, which is. This movie is straight up racist. <laughs> Instead of oh. dying by knife, throws like everybody else. When they kill a Native American, they throw a tomahawk at his head. <laughs> now that you say that, that definitely rings a bell. I remember that, and I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, I know people hate. I hate when people say seriously. You know, I, you know, I get mad at that. It's like yeah, it's seriously? definitely a cliche. Um, <laughs> but we mentioned how I think. I, on the last episode, or one of the more recent episodes, we mentioned how, you know, in movies all the time, there'll be an Asian character on screen, and then there'll be a gong. Yeah, gong. Yeah. Yeah, they'll play our Asian-type music. Or, no, he's Asian. Well, they do this, too, with, like, there'll be, like, a, I don't want to say, like, a Hispanic character, and they'll play, like, a... Oh, Like a nylon string guitar, like... Yeah, yeah. 
It's like, come on. Like these movies are so racist. <laughs> I guess you can get away with that in the eighties and nineties. Probably not. Oh yeah, you could. Uh, wacky. Uh, I don't like saying the word, but woke culture. <laughs> We have these musical stings that really drill home the ethnicity of the person they're looking at. It's like, like why know. is that necessary? <laughs> it's funny. I guess you can't help but laugh. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely laughing. Yeah, I'm definitely. Now, do you you said you have a you know what the next movie is? Oh well, I just know that there's a bad one coming up. That's well, all I said. This is interesting because it is kind of a bad movie, which is Deadly Reckoning. That's Maybe. not what I'm thinking of, but I know what uh, you're thinking of. It's coming up. But here's the thing about Deadly Reckoning. We watched that, whoa, a long time ago, over 10 years ago now. We, You know, Frank Zagarino, when we thought he was kind of a wooden piece of meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't like this. <laughs> sure. Makes sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah, wooden piece of meat makes perfect sense. Because we even watched the good Zagarinos, like Project Eliminator and Striker. And Hammer. We had yet to get to those. And there was a yeah. ways before we got to Tenzan. Yes. I and the movie we just watched recently. recently. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, that one, the one where he's cooking shirtless in the kitchen and singing. <laughs> yes, Terminal Impact. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the Brian movie Jennings? that turned around. Yes, it did. We thought, oh, no, Zagarino dud. But then Frank Zagarino started singing in the kitchen. Of course, he was shirtless. And it's like. <laughs> then the movie actually turned around. It, it like did a 180. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Re- definitely recommend. Happy I finally bought that at the archive. I was avoiding it. It's like, oh no. It's like, no, what? I was, I was ready to pick that up finally. Yes. But now we're on to a poor Zagarino, uh, Deadly Reckoning. If you remember this one, um, he plays Ernest Gray from an owner, a respectable owner of the Either or Bookstore. Oh, is that the one with? Yes. Where someone calls and then the proprietor no, 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 says no. bookstore. I'm sorry, that is close, but that is American Kickboxer 2, when the lady picks up the bookstore. You're very close. <laughs> it's this like, is, does your bookstore have a name, ma'am? Uh, it's called bookstore. It's kind of like if you said uh, restaurant. It's like you said <laughs> restaurant. So it's like, <laughs> um, but if you remember, there's a bunch of homies, or a trio of homies, or criminals, or whatever, and they call, <laughs> you know, trying to rob the library store or reworks that. They call him Book Boy. See, that's where I got confused. Yeah. Bookstore, Book Boy. There's, it's like Book Boy. <laughs> what? I thought that burn. was almost a total burn. Oh, I feel the heat on that burn. Book Boy. <laughs> well, because does Zagarino have glasses? Yes, he's perspectable. Or he has glasses. Bespectacled, yeah. He's spectacled. I can't even say it. So he has glasses. <laughs> so i don't remember him having the glasses i just remember him calling book boy and then it, i guess do you want me to give away more of the plot of this one mm, does he fight in the library i don't remember i just remember that robert vaughn one of our personal favorite actors plays control five. Oh, that's control five right okay yes. oh and matthias hughes joins the fray <laughs> exactly that's what we put in there he joins the fray very briefly but he's there there's is it Van Gilder? Wow, great memory. I, I might have been Van... reading it recently. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, I don't remember, but I just, there's no other explanation for why I'd remember that. Well, here's what's great about Van Gilder, because he says, Matthias Hughes joins the phrase Van Gilder, and he's a hulking brute, and one of his disguises, in quotes, is to wear glasses and put his Fabio-like hair in a ponytail, but he still wears his trademark sleeveless shirt. 
<laughs> right. So he kind of did disguise, but not all the way. I, I kind of, well, I won't give away anymore, but there's something, there's like a, a special, like kind of disc they're looking for and a height and a, and a uh, stuffed bear named Chewy. <laughs> Chewy I don't even the name of the stuffed bear, but I'm impressed. Luckily we wrote that down because I don't remember Chewy the bear. And I don't think I read a copy. We had to watch that on, um, on demand or something. Amazon streaming? No. It was a while ago. I think Amazon Prime wasn't invented yet in 2020. Oh, sorry. I mean Netflix streaming. Netflix streaming. Yeah. Netflix had a lot of wacky stuff back back then. Now, maybe it is on Amazon Prime now. Well, yeah, now. But, you know, that was back when Netflix had that sort of material. Well, this is interesting because we have three movies left. So okay. they're all kind of interesting. I, you want to do the super bad one next? Yeah, let's just go in order, yeah. Okay, we're just going in order. No no jumping around today. The Deadly Secret. Yeah, well, so this is the movie I was referencing before when I said a bad one is coming up. Yes, and this is pretty bad. This is another uh, top well, top ten, one of the worst we've ever seen. Yeah, it's awful. It's so bad. I always try to find something good about everything. It's I don't right. like to hate uh, you know, anything. It's it's just a movie. It's yeah. You're not supposed to have such negative thoughts about things, but just – Deadly Seeker really, really tests and tries your patience and your uh, uh, your ability to watch movies. Appreciate really. it. Yeah. Like, I know we don't like, you know, I know we all drink the Haterade. <laughs> so, we try not to drink any Haterade. No, I, I certainly don't. <laughs> Haterade? Come on. Anywho, Joe Estevez plays the head of a brokerage firm, if you remember, and his past lies a deadly secret. <laughs> But that doesn't even come close to describing how aimless and yeah, pointless aimless, the movie is. Incoherent is the word we put. So a lot of I-N. So incoherent, insufferable, inane, incompetent, irritating. Because, you know, just a movie being incoherent is not necessarily a bad thing because there are a lot of great movies that are incoherent. I think we find the term grincoherent. Yeah, it's grincoherent. It's good, but it's fine, but it, incoherent. It may, Right, and it makes you grin, I guess, yeah. but this is not one of them. No, it made us, you know, you know, frown. <laughs> it did. But we the, were frowning. I think the only reason why we watched it, well, we had two reasons. It had Joe Estevez, and yes. it was an AIP. Yeah, we, we did it for AIP April. So April 15th, 2013. Wow. But here's the one thing. <laughs> yeah, well, it was taxing to watch it. <laughs> ah. But here's the one funny part we thought, if you can remember this. They have another misspelling in the credits. Oh, I always enjoy those. So the guy's name is Reggie Kale, one of the actors. But they call him Raggy. Oh, yeah, Raggy. Yeah, Raggy. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure his name isn't Raggy Kale? Yeah, Raggy Kale. <laughs> I just, because I don't, was it R-O-G-G-I-E? R-O-G-G-I-E, Kale, well, with a C. Right, right. Not like that great plant that people eat. <laughs> Get some kale bites at your local grocer. It's free. <laughs> well, those, those are like mini subs. <laughs> yeah, mini subs, mini kale. Sounds you know, sounds healthy. Yeah. Anybody else uh, want to say about this one? I mean, no, the, the least said about it, the better. Just don't watch it. Just don't watch it. We're just going to go jump right to the next one, which is kind of a mediocre one, unfortunately. Deadly Stranger, a.k.a. Border Heat, with Darlene Flugel. I always yeah, I say, is it Darlan Flugel? Darlan Flugel. Yeah, Darlan yeah. Flugel. I think I screwed up that name before, so sorry, Darlan, if you're listening. Darlan Flugel 
John Vernon and Michael J. Moore. And he's a hero. He was a hero, right? Michael, Michael J. J. Moore. Yes, but it's hard to remember uh, the movie, kind of. Yes, it's J.C. Ryan, played by Michael J. Moore, is an unshaven, mullet-headed hero. <laughs> so it's, it sounds good so far, but from what I remember, that it gets a little dull. It's a little dull. We watched that um, on old Netflix streaming again. So, wow, we're getting to the old ones here. I remember nothing, really. Vernon, he plays a plantation owner. I don't know. It, it was not too good. It's kind of mediocre, kind of a movie on a screen. Yeah, that's pretty much my memory. But, it, you know, it's called Border Heat. So, obviously, there's something involving the U.S.-Mexico border. Yes, like American Justice. Which we yeah. mentioned the American uh, well, episode. I said or episode. the border with Telly Savalas. Yes, that was. I think we did watch that for the site too. We used to watch a lot of border movies. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of like like the Asher Browner, Jeff Kutash thing. It's, it's what was available. It's all we had at the time, so we didn't watch either watch Border Heat or you could watch nothing. So we had to watch Border Heat. I think that's about right. Sure. Well. Here's what we said here. It takes an hour to see John Vernon, star of these great movies like Savage Streets. An hour, wow. It was very similar to Bailout. Remember, that's what it says with David Hasselhoff and Linda Blair. (laughs) That's the theme of the day. Seems to be Hasselhoff. All roads lead back to Hasselhoff. It usually does, which is great. It's a great road to go down. And then let's not forget that Bailout has a great uh, alternate title. WB Blue in the Bean. Yes, it does have an alternate title. Um, um, that's about it for that one. I guess finally we have one more. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Let me just double check. Yes, we have one more movie. It is Deadly Target with Gary Daniels. Oh, okay. Good movie. I mean, probably should end on Deadly Prey. <laughs> but wow. We're, ending, yeah. we're going in order, no jumping around. So. If you, do you remember this one? It was a little run-of-the-mill. Most people who've seen this movie have said that. Do you remember anything about it? Is this the one where the little kid says, you're now Ninja Turtle? <laughs> I think that's American. Oh, no. Street Fighter. American Street Fighter. Thank you. Which was I have or used to. I think I still have that. And one of those little paper sleeve. Uh, yeah, it was on paper sleeve, yeah. Found at uh, FYE when it was closing. They wanted like $25 for it, but I think... <laughs> I think I got you didn't pay that though, did you? Well, like I think they finally uh, relented because it's a paper sleeve or cardboard sleeve. Yeah, but that didn't stop them with that Franco Colombo movie. That's true. And then I finally found it for one dollar at the Goodwill. Ancient Warriors. So, yeah, like that. on Fye's last day, literally, I think it was their last day. They were asking how much for that? About fifteen dollars for a cardboard sleeve movie. It's it's pretty outrageous. Are you kidding me? Are you <laughs> kidding me? Come on. For a, a, a movie with almost no packaging starring Franco Colombo on your closing day, yeah. you're asking fifteen dollars. I can't. I still can't believe it. You know, fi- thankfully I just found the copy for cheap. Like you're supposed to. It was kind of like Red Surf. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, Fye. I know we're bashing them today. They wanted what thirty dollars for I think, Red yeah. Surf. With George Clooney and Gene Simmons. And it's like, are you? No, no. I thought it was a joke. I remember I asked the uh, employees, like, is, are you kidding on this one? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was good that you asked because it could have been some sort of 
joke, maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Mispriced. It's like, no. It's like, nope, that's the real price. Like for Red Surf. Red. There's only one word to say. Buy the F1. <laughs> well, but, and, you know, but it, it came to a happy ending when you found Red Surf for like a dollar or two yeah, later. The correct price. It took a couple, about a year or two to get that. The correct, it's worth it. It's worth it. We haven't seen it yet, but well, it's worth shoot. it. No. <laughs> it's been a while since it's been sitting in the old box. But we can go back to Deadly Target. All we have here, it has the hallmarks of a classic PM movie. Uh, mindless shooting, car chase, cars flipping and blowing up, exploding helicopters, and more mindless shooting. <laughs> but we say it's not in the top tier of PMs, which we've talked about, PM movies with Connoisseur, correct? Uh, yes, and this didn't really make anyone's list. Based no. on that description, it does sound like it does have those PM hallmarks, but what kept it from being what more of a it? memorable movie? It's just, it's just too run of the mill. It doesn't have that extra bit, like recoil. You know, you don't really care about Gary Daniels' play in this one. Huh, that's unusual, because usually we do. Yeah, and this, well, it's, it's not, the movie's not a dud. It's not a dud. It's just, you, you lower down the list of the classic PMs, unfortunately. Yeah, I guess they can't all be winners. No, well, I guess that's the end of the list. Um, so that's deadly. That's the deadly list. One deadly list. And we'll think of a cool title. Now, I, guess I, I hope so. <laughs> and there's tough and deadly, which oh, that's true. Yeah, you know, technically doesn't start with the word deadly, but it contains the word deadly. <laughs> deadly and tough. <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed to just switch things around. No, that'd be cool. Like they did yep. at Best Video when they that's did right. Z to A. <laughs> I know we all they wanted us to really rent that Young Adam with you and McGregor. So <laughs> I wonder if we should explain this to people. Okay, go ahead, you explain it. When we worked at Best Video, I think the owner got fed up that people weren't renting either movies that are on the kind of the end of the alphabet or just yeah. the movie Young Adam. People were because yeah. they couldn't see it because it was kind of down low on a shelf. So he insisted we try something called Z to A, where we <laughs> <laughs> put all the new releases on the wall from Z to A, and all in a kind of a desperate bid to yeah, hilarity those, ensued. <laughs> Yeah, hilarity ensued. So now, yeah, so it's like, oh, people aren't renting Young Adam. Eh, rearrange the whole thing and uh, have, let's try no. Z Day. No, 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 no. Just, just rearrange the, the, the complete uh, long shelf of movies just for just for Young Adam. No, no, no. So that was something that happened. And that's, yes. you know, that's a good story for Video Store Memories. Oh, yeah. I'll, well, maybe we'll repeat that for Video Store Memories part three. <laughs> Yeah, maybe because you know, but sometimes these random video store memories will pop up, and so yeah. I don't want to just I say, "Oh, about Z to A." Until yeah, you, well, you love Z to A. <laughs> yeah, you love Z to A. Yeah, I do. It was really funny when I had to put a Z to A, <laughs> <laughs> which is a little trickier than you might think, because like, you have to take all the movies off the wall and then re re alphabetize them, and then redo it. I always thought that was a bit ridiculous and completely fruitless endeavor. And then any customers that would come in and were like, "What's this?" You know, <laughs> where are the A movies? Where are the B's? You know, <laughs> now they're so, down here. They're down here. Well, you can't see them, so you can't see the A and B movies now. Yeah, so it doesn't really solve anything in the end. No, it just made it way more difficult, man. And then we had to redo it back to normal too. Uh, that took about forever. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> um, well, that, so that was the deadly. That was the deadly movies. And this, yeah, solid list. We had some high highs and some low yeah. lows. Yes, we sure did. Deadly Prey being the high, Deadly Secret being the low. 
Yes, I, I I think that pretty much sums it up. I guess so, now we have plugs. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Not plugs, but go ahead. Oh, go you ahead. have all the internet websites. Oh, I thought you were going to say something stuff. before the plugs. Oh, no, I got nothing before the plugs. Oh, okay. So let's start with – I'm going to change it up this time because we have a letterboxed on letterboxed. Oh, you have a letterbox. I have a letterbox. say we. You have one. Oh, yeah, I, have I don't one. have one. Under, tie come up into like the Twitter – there, I connect that where we have a list of what we're reviewing soon. So you can take a look at that. And we have a lot, we've it's already been written a lot of them already. But coming up, we have uh, you know, Avengement and uh, American Rampage. So, well, those are things that we're going to be watching, we'll be watching, and they will eventually be posted, but they're, also, <laughs> they're not going to be posted for a long, long time. Yes, but if you want to take a look at that, we have there's there's some site stuff there, and then we have the Twitter, which is Ty Comeuppance. And we have the website itself, comeuppanceviews.net. And we have Facebook. Instagram. Oh, Facebook, oh. same thing. So, yeah, Facebook, comeuppanceviews. And we have Instagram, which is under Thai Action Rocks. It's all synergized. <laughs> Don't forget to rate and review our podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the YouTube thing. Hi, guys. I mentioned that before. <laughs> yeah, that's, I know it's become a cliche, but I guess it does help as long as you're rating us highly and saying nice yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. It could be mean, but we might delete it. So watch out. <laughs> I, can we do that? I don't think we can do that. Oh, no, probably not. I, don't talk to iTunes I think Apple after. says no. Apple and iTunes. Yes, iTunes says no, so we got to adhere to iTunes. So. And also, in case you wanted to send us an email for any podcast-related reason, it's a crpodcast at yahoo.com. Great. And if you want to leave a comment, which yeah, is comment. always – encouraged you go to come up interviews.net and you yeah. can leave a comment on any movie we got and we always answer it yeah answer all comments and i'm always happy to do it so check on check on the website <laughs> come on, on down this, yeah come on down to the website today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well that's yeah, like betting barn just come yeah. on down <laughs> um, they're like price is right betting barn rod roddy now we're okay now we're getting crazy again for the end so <laughs> I guess that's the end of the but, episode. But go ahead. Could Rod Roddy be an action star? Absolutely. With those suits, he was wearing those silver suits. He could blind them. We could blind the bags with his silver suits. That's true. They're shooting, and he just like moves part of the suit it, 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 towards the sun, and then it yeah. ricochets. And it, oh, he has the perfect catch rate. Come on down. And then he shoots someone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that could work. Because he used to say it, so. <laughs> yeah, come on down to come on die. Except perfect. That's the perfect way to end this exciting episode. <laughs> Instead of <laughs> taking someone down, he says, come on down. Yeah, you know, and he takes him down with his guns. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that. see, the thing about these action movies is a lot of them, the heroes don't have a flashy suit. That's a really good point. He's just usually wearing, you know, a white you know, shirt or no shirt, <laughs> like a llamas. <laughs> or, or, or a vest and no shirt. That's no shirt. Another llamas staple. <laughs> but yeah, no one has a Rod Roddy-esque suit. That's a good point. I never it's thought of that till just now, but yeah. Yeah, see, it all comes together. You know, the price you pay is blood. <laughs> in blood. So, yes, pay in blood. That could be pay the in blood. Movie. That could be, yeah, pay in blood. So. You know. Or Barker, you know, he's oh, holding Barker a gun. Barker could work too. He, you know, he, oh, his microphone kind of like um, the match game Gene Rayburn. His microphone has a knife. 
Yeah, or just the microphone itself is deadly. It doesn't <laughs> it need a knife. Someone? It's already yeah. long and thin like a knife. <laughs> you, just, you know, you jab someone like, oh, my ribs. <laughs> um, but I think we did mention other game show hosts before. Yeah, like we Wink Martindale. Yeah, Wink Martindale. Oh, Wink Martindale. I would say it's like two people. <laughs> well, no, Carrie Wink, that's probably what you're thinking. Yeah, Carrie Wink and Wink Martindale. Connected? I think not. Well, so so if Wink Martindale and Carrie Wink got married, one of them would be named Wink Wink. I'm not sure which one. Yeah, and people say Wink Wink when they're hiding something. <laughs> well, it's now it's all coming together. Yes, from Carrie so Wink the to Wink Martindale. <laughs> Always end on yes, Wink Martindale or Chuck Woolery. We'll be we'll be yes, back in two and two. Yeah, dude, I agree. The most dangerous show on television. Oh, you the $2 million challenge. Yeah, that's a lot of money back then, 2000. So, um, yeah, not bad. You talked about TV, right? You talked about Simpsons, now we're talking about greed. <laughs> a, a, a who wants to be a millionaire knockoff that aired like 20 years ago. <laughs> you never know, it can come back. Kind of like that show, Moment of Truths, with Mark L. Wahlberg. And, yes. Still not canceled, according to Fox. So pretty exciting. You'd think that a show where you get millions of people to watch you take a lie detector test and they ask you the most brutally embarrassing questions you could imagine, you'd think that would be a hit, a big hit. It's not. Maybe it would be on today because people, you know, always talk about lying and all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's a ridiculous statement. But (laughs) well, I think think we've rambled on enough. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll stop. We'll stop. But thanks again for listening. Yes, we'll thank you soon. very much for listening. Great. Goodbye. Goodbye.